in a world that is starving for content that is fitting for children in our homes, VidAngel has played a critical role, but not always a successful role. Through failures, through opposition, and through connection, they are creating something that is sweeping the globe. Ironically, a series focused on the life of Jesus Christ called The Chosen. With a crowdsourced funding mechanism and a pay-it-forward model, they are literally changing entertainment today. VidAngel CEO Neil Harmon joins us on this edition of Therefore What? Therefore What? is a weekly podcast that breaks down the news while breaking down barriers, challenges you in the status quo, explores timely topics and timeless principles, and leaves you confident to face what's next. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor for the Deseret News, and this is Therefore What? Well, we are very pleased today to be joined by Neil Harmon, who's the CEO of VidAngel, an extraordinary company. And uh, Neil's one of those uh, extraordinary entrepreneurs who just knows how to make things happen, even when it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, Neil, thanks for uh, joining us today. Thank you for having me on, boys. You're a little too kind. But thank you. <laughs> uh, well, let's start with the VidAngel story. I, I think that's one that uh, some people are a little familiar with uh, in terms of the, the process there. But a lot of people don't know the struggles, the backstory, or uh, how things have moved forward. Yeah. Well, I uh, we're trying to put that part of our history behind us. But we started in uh, 2013, and VidAngel uh, was started by four brothers, all with young children who wanted to make a product that we wanted to use in our own homes. Mm. And we all love great content. One of my favorite shows is Cinderella Man, and I wanted to share Cinderella Man with my 12-year-old son and with my his younger siblings. And that show has such a good message, but the coach in the show that coaches the boxer has a mouth on him, a New York mouth. And <laughs> and uh, my little kids, if they hear a word, they'll just start <laughs> using it in our house. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want those words used, and so uh, we developed the technology to solve that problem. And we learned that a lot of other people wanted that problem solved. And finally, we thought, well, shoot, if we solve that problem really well and we attract all the people that are like-minded that want to, you know, look out for their families and mm-hmm. such, we'll eventually be big enough that we can launch our own content into that group of people. And, and that's where we are today. So it's seven years later in the interim, Boyd, I mean, for people who aren't familiar, we tried about six different methods to make it possible to skip objectionable parts of content mm-hmm. while paying the studio. And um, every method ran into some kind of obstacle, whether we'd get shut down or be told to cease and desist or to do something else or told that we couldn't license. Well, by the time we got to the fourth method, uh, we got sued. And that was we got sued in 2016, um, three years in. And that started a four-year legal battle with Disney, which just ended this year, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and somehow we survived it. Don't ask me how. Um, <laughs> we said how we survived it, and I'm still alive, and we're all still alive, and we're actually really excited about the future yeah. and the things that are happening. We've never we've never done so well as we as we've done now. Our company's uh, more than four times as big as it was when we were sued, and so we just feel really blessed. Yeah, well, and that's such an important lesson, uh, you know, from a principal standpoint. Uh, that yeah, there were challenges. Yeah, you you tried it six ways to Sunday to to make the thing work. Uh, and still had those obstacles, and yet uh, you continued to to keep going. Uh, and so often people run out of energy before they run out of opportunity. 
Uh, and it seems to me that VidAngel's in the uh, in the opportunity business and the energy business uh, because you're you're not only providing this great opportunity for people to say, okay, I, I want this, uh, I don't want all of this in my home. Some of this is really good, uh, so you can filter through. Uh, but then ultimately, that led you, uh, as you mentioned, to this idea of, hey, we can also create content. Correct, correct, and and uh, that's you know you talk about the energy. The energy isn't isn't internal. It's uh, it's an energy that yeah. comes from the part of the underserved part of society that we that we're helping. And when we were sued, um, our our audience, our, our our customers invested ten million dollars to help us be able to fight the battle and survive. <laughs> and that their energy was what gave us the the will to move on. And um, and it also made us realize that if 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 the if the old Hollywood guard wasn't going to play ball with with this underserved audience, we just needed to serve them ourselves. And that's that's when we started creating content, um, as you as you mentioned. Uh, I, I love that, and it's uh, I love that you bring in the fact that it was your customers giving you energy and support uh, and, and helping lift there. Uh, and of course, that uh, that desire to create that kind of content, coming off some real challenges and setbacks uh, for you and for the organization. Uh, our good friend uh, Matt Faraci, I think, uh, was the connecting point there between you and Dallas Jenkins, uh, director of the Chosen who, interestingly enough, uh, was also coming off his own failure and setback as he had had a, a movie that didn't, uh, well, I guess it bombed was the way he described it. But it's this idea of uh, it's not how high you soar, but how high you bounce when you hit bottom. So tell us about that connection to Dallas Jenkins and, and the genesis of The Chosen. Yeah, you bet. Uh, so so the, the night that we learned, and I'm going to take a little diversion here, but it is relevant. So the night that we learned that we needed to shut down our fourth product. We were at a company Christmas party with all the family families, and uh, we invited the news to come, and we said, hey, Hollywood doesn't want us to do this. The judges in California say that we can't do it while we figure it out. So we're launching a new studio, and our first project is going to be a, comedy, a stand-up comedy series, mm. which we en- ended up naming Dry Bar. Right. And, um, and uh, it, today, Dry Bar gets over a billion views a year. Wow. And um, we've had comedians from all over North America come to perform there. Matthew Faraci had, had been helping us all along this path. And we, when, we, when we succeeded with Drybar, we said, how can we take this same, so how can we take the same idea, which is the Drybar comedians, they would come and perform. And when they performed, they knew that they'd get bonuses if they weren't skipped when they got published <laughs> on our system. And, uh, and so they bent over backwards to clean up their acts and make them funny for everyone. Love that. Whole families. And, uh, and, and, and that's what we succeeded in. But stand-up comedy content is inexpensive. And we thought, well, we just nailed it, and we're outgrowing the rest of the industry, and we're outperforming other major studios in stand-up. Can we do this with a bigger-scale production that is um, storytelling, mm-hmm. that's uh, narrative? And, um, and then Matthew and all of us were looking for what the next project would be, and Matthew brought us... Dallas and, and and the short film The Shepherd and after we saw it we knew that that's the piece that we wanted to do and 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 you know it, we were very grateful that we had done Drybar because uh, I, I'm not sure that you know Dallas would have wanted to work with us just simply as a filtering company had had he not seen that oh these guys know how to do content and they've done a really good job and they're getting they've gotten over a billion views with this project let's uh, let's give this a shot so. We definitely both came out of 
like the depths, our lowest lows when we came together, which gave us the humility to, to give each other a shot. And uh, we're really grateful to work with Dallas on on on, on his project. It's, uh, it's a beautiful project. Yeah, uh, it, it is amazing. And of course, it's uh, really one of the first uh, TV series uh, that kind of big scale production to uh, to be crowdsourced uh, in terms of funding. Uh, you guys don't do anything the easy way, uh, which may prove to be the best way. <laughs> but tell us a little bit of, of that <laughs> process of getting things rolling. Yeah. So, um, uh, like I said, we had our invest our our audience funded. Vid Angel to the tune of $10 million to fight the battle. And the night after we closed that, because we raised that money in a matter of days, wow. I remember Daniel, my brother, called me and said, Neil, could, can you imagine if we applied this model to movies and TV shows? That would be really powerful. And, and uh, uh, you know, the light just clicked. Oh, yeah, that would be super powerful because that's the audience. It's the, it's the people who want the content to be created. And if they deliver the funds, you know, it's like the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules, and Hollywood's been making the rules for a long time, but if the audience is tired of Hollywood, let's let them help us make the rules. So that was where the, that was where the idea kind of was spawned, was, um, was on that phone call after our fundraising round. And so we told Dallas, he was really excited to work with us, and then when he came out to, to, to Utah to meet with us, we told him how we were going to raise the money, and, and then his face just fell. <laughs> He's like, that's a terrible idea, and uh, we won't raise 800 bucks. But we were both in a state of, of, of our, the lows of our careers that we were willing to give it a shot and work together on it. And with the VidAngel round, we raised $10 million with 8,000 people. And then in the Chosen round, we raised almost $11 million with uh, over 19,000 people in order to make that show, and, and, and it told us, Yes, the world wants this show to be made. So Dallas made it. That's such a great principle uh, that you're sharing with us, Neil, that, that humility humility really does create space for creativity. Uh, and I think it also creates, uh, I, I think you guys generally live within the parentheses of a crazy idea. But that also re- it requires some confidence, uh, quiet confidence, not arrogance. But it really requires that humility to say, yeah, let's let's give this thing a go. Uh, and I think the other thing that uh, I'd love to have you just give your perspective on, uh, and that is something that I have seen uh, with VidAngel, with you, Neil, with your brothers, uh, and they were with Harmon Brothers Advertising, is just this abundance mentality. You guys are so willing to just, we're just going to keep paying it forward. <laughs> uh, and I love that that's part of, <laughs> I love that that's part of your model and your business strategy. Yeah, I, I don't know where that comes from. It probably comes from our good parents. Um <laughs> And 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 uh, and our faith and, and our community and, and things that are outside of us. But we struggled as a family to make ends meet growing up. We know what the bottom of the barrel looks like, and mm. and it's not that it's not that bad, boys. <laughs> it's just not. We yeah. had a really great growing up, and we played together in the trees. We had no idea we were poor until you know we were older, and the world let us know that. And and so we don't. To be honest, most of us are just very uh, driven towards solving problems and, and mission rather than uh, than money. And it's a, it's a lot easier to to have an abundance mentality because there's so many great ideas out there and there's so many good people in the world. And we just need to hook up good ideas and good people and, and solve good uh, good problems. And and the, the world becomes a better place pretty naturally. Yeah. And uh, value and, 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 and revenues and resources usually follow that line of thinking. It is, that's the way we look at it. Yeah. Well, and, and you've proven that model, uh, particularly with The Chosen, as you have had 
Uh, you're not charging people. You're giving people an opportunity to pay it forward if they like. And uh, that model is has led to millions of people around the world being able to experience The Chosen. Yes, and that model we had to discover through hardship. We started with the, the old studio model where we would uh, charge a price. You know, you, you, people pay a, t- uh, a theater ticket, and then they then they pay full price for the movie, then they rent the movie, and then it becomes available on Netflix. We try to mirror some of those models. And um, through Hard Knocks, we, we learned, and through listening to our customers, because we track everything that we do, we learned that um, that there are a lot of people out there that are ready to, to watch The Chosen, and there are a lot of people who want to give it to others. Mm-hmm. But the important, so we, we tried this program where where we made it possible for you to give The Chosen to your friends. And so I went out and I bought like 100, 100 uh, Chosens and gave it out to, I think, 64 friends in the early stages of this project. And these are my good friends. And it was like pulling teeth to get anybody to watch this show. <laughs> and, 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 um, and it was so discouraging um, because, you know, after you've seen the show, you understand and, you're, and you want to share it with other people because its messages is so impactful and, and, and it touches your heart so deeply. And so one day we're, 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 we're commiserating over this and, and, and uh, the idea came, hey, there are a lot of people who want to watch this, and it's not necessarily our friends. And, um, and, 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 and if we just let people who want to give and the people who are ready to watch be connected, then we'll probably have more success than trying to get our friends that aren't ready to watch it to watch it. And uh, that's kind of when the, the, the idea of Pay It Forward kind of grew out of that and out of a lot of work that my brother Jeffrey and, and our technical team and everything had put into ideas around this it's, it's just a joint effort but there was a lot of inspiration in that and as soon as that model came together it, the project just totally took on a life of its own mm-hmm. and um and, and that's where we found our seeds of success yeah. is in giving first and then asking second yeah that's so powerful such a powerful principle and now there are tens of millions of people uh, around the world who've been able to experience the chosen and of course the chosen is is really groundbreaking in and of itself in terms of this kind of series uh, about the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. And uh, as we are here, uh, just uh, short of the Christmas holiday, uh, as you've gone through that process and seen everything evolve in that production, then to actually see it, you know, on your own screens and and have people comment on it, uh, what have you learned uh, in that process? What a great question, Boyd. I've learned that Super small efforts and super small things, just regular individuals, can have a huge impact on our culture. I can't put it any other way. I think the reason we started VidAngel is because we felt powerless about our culture, and we saw it going in a direction that we didn't necessarily want our families to go. And I didn't realize the kind of power that just the efforts of individuals. I mean, this is, starts with Dallas's failure. It starts with VidAngel's failure coming together, and, it start, and then it grows to 19,000 people helping it, and then it grows to hundreds of thousands of people paying it forward, and then it grows to 180 countries. And, and all this idea, it just, it, I, I think indiv- we, don't under, we, we underestimate our ability just to do the very best we can in the place that God has put us in our lives to actually change the culture around us. And and it just makes me really hopeful about the future. 
which is hard, hard, hard to have hope in 2020. But I, I have lots of hope. And 2020 for us has been one of the greatest blessings because we discovered the pay it forward model. The world got shut down. And guess what? A lot of the people out there, they wanted to watch The Chosen. And The Chosen was just, uh, you know, in, it's imbued with light and hope and, uh, and a message about uh, salvation and, and uh, that we can all change. And, um, and that just happened because some individuals uh, just stepped forward to try to help change the culture. That's fantastic. As you were sharing that story, Neil, I had this, I had this flash in my mind. There's a, a quote from William Morris uh, that I often paraphrase, and I think it applies to what you just described. And it goes like this. It says, one man with an idea in his head is in danger of being called crazy. Two people with the same idea may be foolish, but not crazy. Ten people with the same idea, and they start to act a hundred people with the same idea and people start to take notice a thousand people and they start to have uh, victories tangible and real 10,000. They can change the course of a nation, a hundred thousand. They can change the course of history. Uh, and I just think that that's exactly what you've been marching forward is one person with an idea, one voice, one person doing one thing uh, really can make all the difference. Yes. And, and if there's anyone on this call who's tempted to think, Oh, I can't make a difference because, you know, I'm not the Harmons, I'm not Dallas Jenkins, and I'm not in that situation. Just don't think it. I mean, you you literally, like, in your spot, if you could see what we went through and what we grew up in, it's the exact same as whoever is listening to this, this, this interview is going through, but, it, it, you know, in its own package. Yeah. But we go through life. And uh, we just need to believe that we can actually make a difference and then and then try. And we will be able to make a difference individually. Yeah, fantastic. Before we let you go today, we, uh, two things we want to do. One, I want to look at uh, what's next. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about what is. And uh, The Chosen has been a, a game changer for me and my family. We've loved it. Uh, we can't wait for season two. We know part of that was filmed here in the state of Utah. Uh, but we also want to know what's next. Oh, well, first off, not only just what's next, but what just happened. There's uh, Christmas with the Chosen. It's available on YouTube, on the Chosen app, on VidAngel. Uh, it's available on BYU TV and a lot of other places. you got to check that out, Christmas with the Chosen. Check it out during the holiday season. It is a masterpiece in and of itself. Eleven different artists from different faiths came together and did something that I think is going to have longevity and, 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 and bless many people for many Christmases to come. So check that out. Also, as we crowdfunded and, and the chosen, we're doing the same thing with other projects, and we've got a, re- a couple of uh, really great projects that are on the on on the horizon. One's called Tuttle Twins. It's um it's a kids animated series that's going to com- combine the humor of the Simpsons and and uh, and other you know really funny shows, but family friendly. And then the, the educational value of the Magic School Bus. Yep. to teach principles of economics and liberty and everything. My kids have watched that first episode. It's just an animatic like nine times because they love it so much. <laughs> We're super excited about that show. Um, there's another show called Freelancers that is currently funding, and, um, and, and many more are coming in 2021. So Vid Angel Studios is all about the underserved and, uh, and helping them have a voice. And so we're really excited about the future. Therefore What? Well, the program is called Therefore What, 
And so we get to ask the therefore what question. Uh, and that is people have been listening for 20 minutes now. They've heard this incredible story, this overcoming adversity, this powerful uh, opportunity with the chosen centered uh, around telling the story and the life uh, of Jesus Christ uh, and all of these other projects that you're moving through. And so as people have been listening to this uh, for the last 20 minutes or so, uh, what's the takeaway? What's the therefore what for you? What do you hope people who listen to this interview, what do you hope they will think differently? What do you hope they will do differently as a result? Well, this is a, um, um, I I hesitate to say this because it's a little self-serving, but I I will just put in a plug. If you find a project on on VidAngel Studios that you want to back, you want it to have it exist, do it. Just put a little faith and, and do it. But broader than that, the therefore what um, I kind of spoke to earlier, and that is is, is that our, our world's desperate for light uh, right now, and there's too much cynicism, and there's too much distrust, and there's too many times that we assume the worst of one another uh, across political aisles. And so I would say that the, 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 the therefore what for me is, is, is when you get involved in doing something really good, like a, a TV show or raising a family or whatnot, there's so much to be hopeful for. And our world just needs hope right now. And so that, that would be my invitation is, is that um, we do whatever we can in our in the individual circumstances to bring a little bit of hope. Wonderful. Neil Harmon, CEO of VidAngel, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me on, Boyd. Remember, after the story is told, after the principle is presented, after the discussion and debate have been had, the question for all of us is, therefore what? Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening today, and be sure to rate this episode and leave us a review. Follow us on DeseretNews.com slash TW and subscribe to our newsletter. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor for the Deseret News. Thanks for engaging with us on Therefore What?